Well, hello, Graham. Hello, Matt. It's how are you? Say, uh, doing pretty good. Yeah, doing pretty good. Yeah. Good. Sorry, yes. I was I was looking at our our normal count in, and like looking at the waveforms for different numbers, and I was like, oh, that's kind of neat. <laughs> like, huh? I don't really normally look at how I say the number six, but now I know. Compared to the number three, or or I guess you're you're even. I'm so, even. Number two. So. Yeah, no, it's yeah. it's interesting. Uh, you know, it's funny. Like when we sync, I'm like, I think this is the number I'm supposed to say. I'm never quite sure. There's always yeah. a seed of doubt in my mind. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, I peaked. Oh well. Oh, um, well, Graham, it's uh, the date of this recording is November twenty second. It is. It's coming to the end of the year. Yeah, we've only got like a month left until the Velvetes. Yeah. Yep. Um, that's correct. Potentially one or two. Well, certainly one more episode after this. Potentially a second, depending on if we want to squeeze it in or not before the end of the year. Yeah. And then the Velvetes. So, um, so yeah. Wow. The vel. I can't even start thinking about the Velvetes right now. <laughs> it's uh, too much pressure. So uh, yeah. Now we've got what we've done. We've done the fair amount of stuff this year. All things considered. Yeah, we have. Now we have. I can't believe it's almost been three years. Yeah, it's coming up on it's coming up on three years in February. Yep. Wow. Yep. And uh, we're just starting to plan out for 2021. So yeah. So yeah, here's a call to action. If you guys have any suggestions for games you want us to play, uh, feel free to send them to us through one of our various social media outlets. Mm-hmm. Um, we're always open to suggestions. So yeah, absolutely, yeah. Well, Graham, I think without further ado, we should just jump right into the episode. Yeah. Okay. Velvet room assemble. Hey, very nice. You pulled it together. Yeah. I like that. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Velvet Room Review. I'm Matthew. And I'm Graham. And Graham, tonight we're going to be talking about um, my most anticipated game of 2020. Okay. Uh, yeah, I was really excited for this game. Um, I am a big sucker for any superhero video game, generally. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was very excited about this game, and uh, basically from announcement to release. So yeah, Marvel's um, Avengers. That's correct. Thank you. Um which of course came out uh, September of this year, after a couple of delays, and yeah, it's certainly um, a hot topic, I think, or maybe it was a hot topic a couple weeks ago. But, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I guess we'll start with you, Graham. What did you think of Marvel's Avengers? Hmm. I don't really know what your opinion of it was, but I found it to be mediocre. Okay. Um, I found. I, so what I played of the game was I played through the entirety of the campaign, um, and that's about it. Um, yeah. I, I, from what I understand, there's a lot of addition, and I, I also played through a few of the side missions, mm-hmm. um, and I think I played a few of the randomly generated ones, but um, yeah, I, I found like in short, I found the campaign, to, a lot of the story to be really interesting. Um, mm-hmm. and, but I found that 
the combat to be difficult to to get used to. Um, okay. And it it ran really poorly on the mm. PS4, which is what I played it on. And it it just it felt like as soon as I started to feel like I was hitting my stride in the game, the game ended. Um, yeah. Which, okay. from what I understand, it wants. It's got this extensive end game and this kind of loot grind Destiny style game, um, but um, that wasn't why I was playing the game. So I stopped once I was finished the campaign. For sure, um, that yeah. makes sense. How about what are yeah. your kind of overall thoughts on it? Yeah, it's interesting because um, I too had like no interest in like the loot grind aspect. Um, and I knew I I did not know very much about like what their plans were for the game prior to release. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I played the beta a little bit and that was my first kind of sense of the direction that they were going. Um, but what I wanted from this game was like just a superhero story with the Avengers. That's what I was seeking to get out of it. And that's what I got out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, from a narrative standpoint, the story itself I think it starts pretty strong and has like a good middle, but I think they really kind of botched at the end. <laughs> um, but conversely, I actually really enjoy the gameplay. I think that's probably the okay. best thing about the game is that I find it incredibly fun to play. Um, and I think they do a very good job balancing uh, the play styles of each Avenger. So um, that being said, I have played quite a bit of the online with a couple of friends. Okay. Um, uh so um, I re- I do enjoy that content. Like it's, it's not okay. Like the post game story, there's no story there. It's actually quite quite bland. There's lots of repetitive uh, scenery and enemies, um, but it's just fun to play, and that's mm-hmm. kind of what hooks me in. So I'm at this point as a player who's still interested in the game, just waiting for them to put out better content Mm. um and to to entice me into the game and i think that's this game's biggest flaw is that um it launched and had a lot of bugs with it and Mm. then that bungled up their plans for post-game content Mm. um which to me if you're gonna put a game for game as a service you know a la destiny um or like battlefront 2 like you need to be very very clear about like roadmaps delivery dates uh what's coming and when it's coming and uh that's something that they haven't done a good job with in my opinion uh for marvel's avengers but that being said i still really like the game um a little disappointing i would argue but uh, overall i enjoyed it yeah like i can't say that i didn't enjoy the game because i think that um like I think it was good that all the different heroes felt different to a to a good degree. Um, there was there was some overlap, of course, um, like, which I think is good personally. Like the fact yep. that, like the melee, like the light and heavy combos are roughly the same across the different characters. You use the right trigger to parry. You you use that. There's the same dodge button. Thor and Iron Man to... kind of share the same flying mechanics. But they all have something um, the, that they bring the ranged, to the table. Yeah, the ranged uh, attack is kind of like this a similar L2, R2 fire type thing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, what I did like 
was what kind of differentiated them. Like, um, I think my favorite character to play as is definitely Black Widow. Um, oh, me too. Hey, because <laughs> her, her grappling hook is just so much fun. It is fun to use. It's like you just rocket towards an enemy and punch them and beat them up or like knock drones out of the sky with your like heavy attack. And it's, it's so much fun. Um, I think she, her like, um, what's it called? Her like special ability that she charges up is probably the least interesting one, which is unfortunate. The, the staff? Um, like how if you, do- if you don't get hit... Like, there's a meter that charges up. Oh, right, right. And then she gets a little more powerful, I think. Um, I think I think that was not as exciting as being able to, like, embiggen or rage. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, like, that grappling hook is so much fun. Um, zipping around. And so, like... Yeah, there is, like, that interesting element to it. And I think that they kind of captured how the different characters act fairly well. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, I would argue, like, I think that, like, the big names, like, the ones you think would be fun to play, like Hulk, Thor, Iron Man, I I did not enjoy as much. Um, When I initially played the story, I kind of, like, honed in on Black Widow, like you said. Yes. Um... But, like, yeah. um, afterwards, yeah, yeah, yeah. Afterwards, though, like, the game gives you, like, quest lines to, like, hey, try out Hulk's moveset. Try out Thor's moveset, like, in the in the harm room. Mm-hmm. And I was finding, like, oh, wow, Thor has some really interesting things he can do. Oh, yeah? Um, like, or even, like, the, the, the idea of, like, with Thor's hammer, you can, like, pin down an enemy. Oh, but really? Then still, and still punch people. So you could like have guy some guy pinned and like just punch people with your fists, <laughs> um, or I think he has also like the uh, I don't want to call it right or call it the wrong name. Mjolnir? I want to call it like the Mjolnir Force, like some sort of like force. It's been a while since I played, but like um, he's got some sort of like magic bar uh, as well. Um, Iron Man, like I didn't like him initially because like I'm not a big fan of the flight controls to be honest but um then i realized oh he has like different uh like you can shoot missiles or pulsar mm-hmm. or, or lasers like you can change his weapon type up and i thought that was pretty interesting um and similarly like black widow has different types of uh firearms that yeah, you can use yeah. once you unlock them which is really cool yeah i unlocked the uh like the the magnum in the final mission and that was a lot of fun so good so good especially when you can um, when you can give that a bit, uh, like an element. Oh, really? Like I had a, uh, elemental ability. Yeah. Like I have it, I had it, uh, once set up where some gear I was wearing gave, uh, gave it like a, a frost, mm-hmm. uh, effect. So I would like charge up and freeze an enemy. And that was pretty cool. Um, I also really like playing as cap. Mm-hmm. Um, cause cap to me, like they, they really focus on like mobility and getting places kind of quickly so he's got like that that charge ability Mm -hmm. where he puts the shield in front of him which is pretty cool he can double jump which just looks awesome Mm -hmm. um and his shield is really really satisfying it's fun to like there's a there's an upgrade you can get where like uh if you throw it and you time it right you can like kick it out again oh which is really cool animation yeah you can kind of like juggle it out 
um, instead of like catching it and throwing it again. So, yeah, it's yeah. it's interesting though because like there's all these interesting abilities, and something that I was running up against is that I felt the need to unlock a lot of my basic abilities before I could unlock like the interesting ones. Yeah. Like I find it wild that like you have to unlock a dash attack or like the ability <laughs> yeah. to knock up enemies into the air and cuz like that's the fun part, right? Like that's your baseline. Like it, it made me think of God of War where like that kind of stuff was also gated off. But in God of War, not only is it a, a quite a different control scheme in general, but also you're playing as one character through a 30-hour game. So, yeah. like, it makes sense for them to kind of start off simple and move on. But the the issue I found with this is that I was unlocking... I didn't even unlock my dash attack for most of the heroes by the end of the campaign. Um, yeah, and, and it's a short campaign. Yeah. Um, it's, like it's only about eight hours. Eight hours, yeah. Yeah, and of course, split between six characters, you barely play as uh, uh, Thor or Cap. <laughs> yeah, Thor kind of shows up in the campaign in like one Deus Ex Machina, two Deus Ex Machina moments, <laughs> and then never shows up again. See, that's that's actually the the thing that frustrates me the most. Like, to me, one of the best missions in the entire game is the opening mission. Yes, because when you're it's when you're playing as the Avengers. And that's what you need to capitalize on. Like, you need to capitalize on switching between the characters, doing what they do best. That for, was... like, that real action past. That was wild to me that you couldn't swap between characters. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a big fault, fault especially in, when you're playing single player. Like... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, as far as, like, the co-op aspect, um, it's fun to play with friends, but it's not, like... They don't build any systems in place to make it necessary, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like, like, literally, myself, three of my friends could load into a multiplayer map and go, each of us could just go do our own thing. Oh, really? Yeah, pretty much. And, it, and we'd probably be okay. Like, you might get down or whatever, but, but like, yeah. you, like, there's no need to stick together. There's no need to work together, which uh, is fine if you're, like, just playing with friends and you're just kind of, like, chit-chatting or whatever yeah catching up but it doesn't make for like an, a really engaging cooperative experience right i think of like destiny and like the raids in destiny and the level of like communication and planning and like work i put in <laughs> to to doing some of those raids with my friends like that's kind of what i come to expect of like a games as a service co-op blah blah yes um so, and again, like you're the Avengers, you should be working together. You shouldn't be like just kind of moseying about, but yeah. Yeah. Um it's yeah. I I think um one thing that's kind of colored my view of the game uh in a sense is that I've been playing a game and I'm not sure if I've mentioned it to you before called Genshin Impact. Oh, Graham, you talk about this every single episode. Do I? <laughs> or, at least, or at least pre or post episode. Oh you my... always, you you preface it by saying, I don't know if I've mentioned this yet. And then you mentioned Genshin Impact. Have I talked to you about Arknights before? 
<laughs> is that a joke? Yes. Please tell yes, me this a joke. This is a joke. Okay. This is a joke. okay. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, I add to my FAQ that yes, I've told Matt about Genshin. Um, yes. But I, I have I have a goldfish brain. I'm sorry. Um, it's okay. It's okay. I forgive you. <laughs> so uh, Genshin Impact, it's a essentially like it's it's kind of like it's got a lot of similarities actually, in that it's you control a like it's about collecting heroes that you mm-hmm. run around in the map with. And you do melee attacks and convos and all that kind of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But there's like, it's different in that Genshin and like some of the abilities, some of the things like the basic attacks are shared between characters, but they have like special abilities. Um, and it's, it's interesting because, and like there's the gear aspect and leveling and all that. And um, I felt like I res- like, Personally, I resonated more with Genshin than I did Avengers, and hmm. where I could care a lot about the loot in Genshin, and like the mechanics and all that, I found it very difficult to care for the loot in the Avengers. Um, oh yeah, I think there is like I'm we're, I'm playing it for different reasons. Yep. Like, I'm I'm going into Genshin knowing it's like a gacha game. It's a it's a loot gear kind of game. Where I was wanting to play Avengers for the story and the gameplay. Yeah. And like one of the best things that Avengers has is that like hold this button to equip the best loot. I thought that was oh, great. Yes. Um, you know what they need though? What? <laughs> hold this button to get rid of all the crap. Oh my loot. goodness. I couldn't believe that. I know. They got so close, but yeah, it's so far. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, you know, it's. It's interesting, Graham. I have a lot of conspiracy theories about this game. Okay. Uh, I I because it's such a mix ma- mix mismatch, uh, whatever the term is. Yeah. Between like Avengers single player and uh, games as a service multiplayer, I I honestly feel like this. I feel like the game was intended to be something different than what we had. I mm-hmm. I I don't know. I I had a sense when playing like. Wow, this feels like, like walking around the helicarrier, like getting going to the shops and stuff like that. I'm like, this feels like it's supposed to be like a custom character or something like that, like something where like okay. uh, DC Universe Online. But then like halfway through, they're like, no, 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 we got to switch and and we got to put the, we got to put the big guys in as like playable characters, and um, which I think is probably if I mean that's just my idea, but like it, it works very well, like. The power of the Avengers is that they're very interesting and well-known characters. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no setup required. You just go in. The only one they set up is Miss Marvel, which she's not. I mean, she's pretty A-tier, but to the to the movie-going audience of the world, she's not necessarily well-known, right? No, I. So I have a, a friend who's very passionate about her, but if I did, if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't know who she was. Yeah, and I think that's that's wise that they focus. The, the plot around her she's the everyman right she's the yeah. luke skywalker in this scenario it's perfect works very well um she's, because you already know yeah, she's the Sorry, one, she's the one that like you can relate to correct and and because like she's also like a fanboy of the avengers which presumably if you're playing the avengers you're probably in some way a, a, a fanboy as well 
So like you relate to what she relates to, and you already we already know like who the Avengers are and their personalities. So mm-hmm. there's no point spending time um, building in on that, right? Yeah. But um, yeah, like I just I think this game had a uh, a bad development cycle. Like like I don't know if you you've heard this came out recently. Okay. Um, so. I'm on the Wikipedia page, just so I'm getting my context. But um, the game sold below Square Enix's expectations. They okay. said they lost like six, sixty million dollars. Yeah. But but this game was the top selling uh, title the month it came out, and it's the second second biggest launch for a superhero game behind Spider Man. So like to me that means like wow. <laughs> they had really big <laughs> expectations. Yeah, like they expected it to huge. be another Fortnite kind of. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, yeah, I don't well, know. Like, it always... It, go ahead. Well, yeah, and, like, everything about the game screams, like, games as a service, right? Like, there's the Destiny-style vendors, like you were talking about. There's this really big focus on the post-game, the end-game, like, loot. There's uh, Battle Pass. There's all this stuff that makes... But then there's this contrast of... Like the early parts of the story feel like a spider, like the Spider-Man game, or they feel like Uncharted. Yeah. Um, where they feel like these tightly choreographed, carefully sequences, constructed yeah. sequences. Yeah. Um, and yeah, yeah. I I would I I feel that they they bridge the gap actually pretty decently between single player to games as a service. Okay. Like like I I'm not a I'm not a big games as a surface guy. I don't like the grind. I don't like the loot systems, generally speaking. Yeah, but like, I could I could play this game and not care about that because I just equip whatever's got the highest, you know, mm-hmm. uh, gear gear level or whatever, until I get max level and then I can figure out like what stats benefit me. But what I think, where I think the game has failed, is that it it sets up this nice little story. And it sets up all these systems in place, uh, things that I think kind of work perfectly fine. Like, there's nothing wrong necessarily with the gear or the level or the map uh, or the multiplayer concepts. But where they lack is in variety, Mm. right? Um, Which is ironic because it's an Avengers game where the team is a variety of people, right? Like, you only fight robots and people in yellow suits. Yes. There's... The entire game. Yeah. <laughs> there are there are two supervillains. Two supervillains that you fight. And you fight them repeatedly in the post-game really? content. Yes. They, Who are they? They actually... So there's Taskmaster and Abomination, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, in the post-game... Uh, spoilers, I guess. Um, they... It's, it's revealed that AIM has created clones... Of Taskmaster and Abomination. Oh, that's what they were alluding to? Yeah, it makes no sense. I think I, this game just def, definitely has a lot of narrative problems, but my favorite issue with the game probably is there's a sequence where um, Modok gets really mad at Abomination and like mm-hmm. is hurting him. And Monica goes like, hey, hey, stop. We need him. <laughs> and then Modok stops. And then you you never see Abomination again in the story. In the main story, he just yeah. It's just it's 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 like 
it's a little puzzling, right? Honestly, it's 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 a little puzzling, and and that's why I feel like like they had grand aspirations. They worked really hard to nail the combat and build out the systems, but when they when it actually comes to the content, like I feel like they just hit hit the crunch and they couldn't get it done in time. Yeah. And so they were like, let let's let's just get <laughs> let's get the let's get everything looking the same, everything cohesive. And then get it out the door, and we'll worry about putting in more later. Yeah, it's possible. Which is too bad. Which is too bad. Again, yeah, and we'll never know. No one will ever know. But uh, yeah, like, yeah, it's it's pretty frustrating because it's like, again, um, you have like they have a, a world map, and there are two areas Utah outside of <laughs> outside of North America. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. It, I I did laugh a little bit about the fact that, like, I finished the game, and all there is is Utah, and like, um, the one mission that's over in Europe for Thor. Um, yeah, and and like, I think I think any game this day can have a terrible launch and go on to be an amazing game. We've seen a lot have, of games like that over the last few especially. Years. Yeah, absolutely. No Man's Sky is a big one. Star Wars Battlefront Two, I think, is probably the, mo- in my opinion, the most notable. Okay. Because of the d- the dumpster fire of a launch it had, it it's turned into a really really strong game. Oh, it's a lot of fun good. still to play to this day, and because they worked, but they worked really hard. They had to rebuild systems from the ground up, and then they started putting out exciting, engaging post game content with clear roadmaps, and and like delivery dates, and you knew what you were gonna get. Yeah, and it's a totally different game than than what launched, um, and so I'm my hope is that that is what happens with Marvel's Avengers. Um, yeah. Again, when I was when I was looking forward to buying the game, I was expecting only actually like single player story. That's what I was expecting. Okay. I didn't I didn't know much about the multiplayer stuff. Um. And so like I intended to like play it and turf it like. Play it, platinum it, and then move on. Yeah. And now I'm kind of just waiting. I'm waiting to get some more characters in there. Um, there's a, I know there's a lot of like, there's a couple le- leaks that have come out of like possible characters that will be in it, like audio files in the game for like Black Panther, Captain Marvel. Um, I, um, Isn't Hawkeye confirmed? So yes, Hawkeye's coming out next month. Um, she she's been delayed a bit because there was a, there were a lot of bugs at launch mm-hmm. but she's been confirmed uh, i think december 8th is the deadline or the date on that and then also um uh male hawkeye is coming later like it's the female hockey coming hawkeye coming first male hawkeye will come later okay so um yeah but at this point i feel like maybe too little too late because i think people have just kind of moved on that's that's a thing right that's the danger but, yeah, uh, and that's why like you have to have a you have to have strong post content plans. Yeah. So, um, it's, but yeah, uh, like I. Go ahead. It's interesting then, like, uh, with the idea of reviewing a game, is that a review in this day and age is only a snapshot of where the game is at, like depending on what game you're reviewing, of course. But like, if you're reviewing a modern game. It can change drastically from launch day review to six months down the line. Oh, absolutely. But I think, and I think that that's like something we need we need to take note of. It's it's actually quite interesting because like I wonder if 
if uh, like you think like okay, imagine IGN reviews No Man's Sky, did they ever go back and re-review it? I guess if there's a re-release, re-release they might. But yeah, um, it's a very interesting point actually. Um, yeah, it's, it's especially with No Man's Sky, like as a prime example, like it got really negative reviews at the beginning, but then like if you look at the Steam recent reviews, they're all like 80 90 percent. Yeah, and I think No Man's Sky again is another one that had lofty aspirations that they couldn't meet by delivery date, and that's just like that's just something that happens in humanity, <laughs> right? Like how many how many things that are talked up or hyped up, you know, movies, books, shows, cars, whatever aside, like yeah, that happens all the time, um, and so I just yeah, it takes it takes. It takes a lot of work to deliver a perfect product. Very few people can d- deliver a perfect product, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, definitely kind of gets you thinking. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it does, and I think like I think we're seeing this year a couple examples of like balls being dropped. Like this, I think, I think you could argue Square Enix dropped the ball on this one. I think a lot of people are looking at cyberpunk and saying wow they really <laughs> they're really dropping the ball like on that <laughs> and um there have been some you know extenuating circumstances this year oh abs- absolutely absolutely but like um and you know like there's the old adage i think is it miyamoto that said like you can uh you could you can put out a a game it's, early it's the idea and be that bad for a, if you delay a yeah, game whatever. it can eventually become better yeah but a but a bad game is a bad game released on time is a bad game forever or something like that. Yeah, I think that's he's really smart. I think that's less relevant nowadays, though. Uh, true. I think I think um. I think games can come around. I think it's an uphill battle, though. I think we've seen a lot of yes, games that, like like first impressions are dangerous. Yeah, like look at Anthem. Like I think that's a game that like tanked. And and I think they're trying to rebuild it up. Yeah, like I, it's. It, did they decide to give up on it, or are they still working on it? Uh from what I think I heard from a friend of mine, I th- I think that they are like working on like a kind of like a re, uh, like a reboot. Yeah, soft reboot. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So we'll see. But um, and again, like the market is hot. Like there's a thousand things you could be playing right now, and so like. I think while while it is true, like, hey, we can uh, we can improve upon this, uh, you know, after the after the launch, it's like you really want to nail the launch to get people excited for what's to come. Yeah. And so that's why I'm like I am a bit understanding of Cyberpunk's decision to delay. I'm a big I'm a big believer in actually delaying games um, if they're not ready, um, because. I, I don't agree with like putting out a game knowing it's broken and then just saying, okay, well, just patch it when it comes out. Like you should, pro- you should put out a game that is not broken. Uh, even if you can like patch it within the first month or whatever. So um, we'll, we'll see how cyberpunk releases. I think, uh, I think people are upset mostly because of communication issues probably within the company that have led to the Twitter page saying no more delays, and then the next day delays being announced. Oof. Um, That's which a to rough me, communication deal. 
which to me to me just just it speaks of a of a organizational problem not necessarily a a game development problem so yeah i don't know i have no interest in cyberpunk so i'm just gonna let uh let the fire burn <laughs> let it let it burn its maybe, course yeah maybe it'll be firework or maybe it'll be a dumpster fire <laughs> but it'll be a fire of some kind so i'll <laughs> enjoy it watching it uh yeah <laughs> you'll just watch the fire from a distance yeah yeah of course and like i think like um you know people can play whatever they want like i like avengers because it's fun because of the characters um and but my, i had one friend he, he's like because i said like i don't really care about like the games as a service stuff and he's kind of like well, why are you playing this game i'm like because i like the avengers like <laughs> hmm? like they could like i literally i i love terrible games i don't know if i told you this like you've you've mentioned my, it a little bit before but some of ahead. my favorite games are, are terrible superhero games okay okay spe- specifically are kind of like movie tie-ins hmm. like iron man iron man 2 movie tie-ins awful but so much fun. Like for the Wii. Yeah. But they don't make them anymore, which is kind of sad. So, but, uh, yeah. So, I don't know. I just like playing as superheroes. So, <laughs> I will say, I think the game has a, we haven't really talked about the narrative much. Um, and I don't, I don't know that there is a lot to say. I think um, the game really drops the ball uh, towards the end. I don't know how I don't know how you feel about that, but like, it starts uh, strong and it kind of just weans. Yeah, so like, like what happens in the game is like, like Kamala has whole her kind of intro, which I thought was fantastic, like the opening hour or two. Um, yep. With like the show on on the car- the helicarrier and the bridge sequence, fantastic, fantastic, um, and. Then, yeah, then it meets Bruce, and then they start to gather. They then get Tony, and then they meet Ant-Man, and then some something happens in the middle there, and then they fight Modoc. <laughs> then they go to space. Oh, yeah, they, they go to, to they space, go to space and that cool. was kind of cool. Um, I died a lot there <laughs> because of the jumps. Oh, man. Uh, I love when Thor just shows up. Yeah, like he just shows DSX up. Sex Thor just, <laughs> just, just out okay. of nowhere. Hey, I was flying through space and I saw you. I wanted to say hi. There are a couple of things that I don't like about about the story. Okay. The primary one is like in the in this game, the Avengers are like the bad guys. Like people hate the Avengers. Mm-hmm. A, I don't believe in a world where that would be the case. Uh, but B, like near the end of the game, AIM, mm-hmm. the antagonist corporation, they start like gassing cities. Yeah. And like they, they are they are full on like attempting a coup of the United States. And it's like it's being broadcasted on the media. Right. Yep. Like, hey, what is happening? What is AIM doing? But then the game ends and you, you stop MODOK. Oh, yeah. And but then, nobody nobody cares. Yeah. About AIM. AIM continues to survive and thrive. Yes, and I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, it, it actually uh, really upset me. Yeah, like, I like. So, I don't know how you feel about this, but I found Modok to be like somewhat compelling. Um, like, especially his transformation. Um, mm-hmm. It reminded me a lot of a certain other superhero game, um, and I thought it. 
I thought it was actually fairly interesting to see his kind of transformation and how Monica was like changing him. Um, right. He did go full on supervillain towards the end, which was a little kind of boring, but uh, for the most part, I found him to be fairly compelling. Yeah, like they do. He's definitely interesting. He's like he's like menacing in in the, in the insane way. You know what I mean? Like that's what makes him a little yeah uh, interesting because well, like you're not sure what's happening to him. Yeah, I mean I think like in the very beginning when he's like in the car with Kamala and oh right um like he's trying to convince her to turn himself turn herself in because she'll like because it seems like he cares about her and like when we see the flashback seeing that Terrigan didn't tear tear whatever his name was yeah, um Tarrington Tarrington yeah yeah yeah, yeah, that yeah he didn't yeah. actually betray Captain America like right. those are moments where you're like okay like he's he's kind of like he got taken advantage of or he's been manipulated and then he's kind of gone crazy. Um, and there's, there's a certain amount of like how much with that was lying dormant within him. Yeah. But like when I, I went into the game hearing that Modoc was kind of a, a boring villain, but I think that they actually did a decent job of, making him somewhat interesting. So that, that, that was kind of my take on it. Yeah. My only issue with a uh, Tarrington like and Modoc is that like, so the sequence of events that sets the game up, mm-hmm. the, the helicarrier has a new reactor and the Avengers launch it over San Francisco. And then there's an attack on the bridge and the Avengers go to stop the attack. And then something happens above the San Francisco Bay to the reactor. Yeah. And, like, it blows and uh, it turns people kind of sick. And and the, the assumption or, like, the implication that is kind of provided um, as the game progresses is that, hey, Tarrington's behind this. Like, it was his plot, his ploy with Monica. Like, the vendors were set up. Yeah. Right? Um, and that kind of goes through, like, you learn, okay, Tarrington didn't necessarily betray Captain America. Cap told him to shut the door, which, okay, that might be the case, but it could be that Tarrington still planned that to happen. Yeah, so what was that whole but, thing? Like, so why were, why did the robot thing and... Right. Like, why, so, <laughs> the bridge, was the bridge an aim thing? This, this is my question, actually. I'd actually... I can't remember, but so the reason the reactor acted the way it did is because of the Kree, which is an alien race, uh, century, the thing that you fight at the end was in the bay and it, it reacted to the element in the reactor. Mm -hmm. I think because they're somehow related. What I don't necessarily understand is MODOK did he... Did he know that that was there? Like, that must have been someone, either him or Monica, must have known because the bridge attack, because the bridge attack was a was a decoy. But yeah, I guess so. Uh, yeah, yeah, because like, because that was the whole thing. Is that the helicarrier was the helicarrier attacked, or was it? Yes, it was attacked. Who was it attacked by? By the 
by Taskmaster's mercenaries. Okay, but but that was a that was a setup. That's so, the thing, right? Um I I don't I don't know. I don't know if the plan was like we're gonna steal the hail carrier. Was it? I th- well, was Taskmaster working with AIM? Uh, I don't think AIM had existed yet. Yeah, no, they didn't, but... Yeah, it's confusing. I I think, now that I'm thinking about it, I think the idea was Taskmaster was going to pull the Avengers away to the bridge mm-hmm. to then have his other Guten squad steal the Helicarrier. Yeah, and steal the Terrigen element. Right. But what happened was the element reacted to the Kree sentry in the bay unexpectedly. Yeah. And then killed everyone in San Francisco. And then I think Tarrington later f- realizes why that took place, why that happened, oh, which is okay. the Kree century. And therefore, he goes back to take control of it. That, that, is that my would make more sense. So, yeah. there, we, we have band-aided the plot together. That's, <laughs> yeah, it's, I think the character acting was well done. Um, but yeah, yeah, the, the story as a whole was a little shaky. Okay. I'm on the Wikipedia here. It says Captain America reveals he destroyed the reactor because it was unearthing something underneath the bay that threatened to destabilize the San Andreas fault and destroy California. Yes. So he said San Francisco over California. Um, uh, so again, I think that implies then nobody knew what was under the bay. I don't think anybody knew. I think it was an accident. Yeah. yeah. Also, I knew that Cap, like, part of it was I had been spoiled that I knew that Cap survived. Um, yep. But also, like, he had a full fighting kit. Like, <laughs> you knew he was going to come back at some point. Yeah, yeah. you knew it. It's like, true. they introduce him, and he fights, and he's got his shield, and you get to attack enemies with the shield. And it's like, no, they didn't make all these animations just for the opening cutscene. Yeah, I I do like, like, Cap plays a pretty important role in the game. is like, because he's like the leader. And when he dies, the Avengers kind of fall apart. They do. And I, and I like that they have it so that Kamala, emulating Cap's ideals, is able to bring everybody back together. It's not necessarily Cap that brings them back. Mm. It's, 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 it's Kamala, right? And it's Kamala's... Um, morals and the idea that you know good is a thing you do it's not who you are um, yes and Cap says Cap says something I can't remember what the what the precise words but he's like we're gonna do this because it's the right thing not because it benefits us or because it, it's gonna keep us safe like we're gonna we're gonna save these people no matter what yeah right and that's what happened when um, the Avengers fell apart is that they just kind of tried to save themselves it's a very superhero thing to do to- right um yeah, exactly. And so, like, that's that's what I really liked about, like, Kamala as a character, is that she looks up to them, even though, like, all of them have faults, she's able to mirror and Cap's ideals, kind of kind of bring them back into the fold. Yeah. Um, no, th- and uh, unite them, so. Yeah, she was probably the most enjoyable part of the game, I'd say. I would agree, actually, yeah. Like, her, her characterization, her, like, relationship with her dad... Like, her relationship with all the other Avengers, Bruce especially, I'd say, like, they had the most, probably the most special relationship um, between, like, in the Avengers with her. 
because like um yeah they i think she was she was the element that grounded the game right yeah so i agree i agree so and again like because she has something that kind of plays off um everybody like with bruce it's the idea of like these powers were forced upon them right um bruce didn't choose to be the hulk kamala didn't choose to be miss marvel yeah it's just the, the lot that they have um with you know iron man it's her wit and uh and um and her like her, her comedy yeah with thor it's kind of like her resolve and she's very uh uh very um steadfast and powerful and like i love i love that they give the opportunity to meet the avengers before you become miss marvel uh, that's one of the coolest parts of the game, I think, is the opening, <laughs> the opening of the game, where like you get to talk to Hulk yeah, Thor yeah. and Cap. Um, you get to see yeah. her acting before she becomes like super. Yeah, yeah, and uh, um, there's one scene at the beginning where like those those two kids are like bullying somebody over comic books. Yeah, and. Uh, and he goes like, "You're not even a real Cap fan." And then he, and then she quotes back to him like one of the most famous Cap lines, which is, um, "You know, when the whole world is telling you you're wrong, even when you know you're right, like you need to plant like your plant yourself like a tree, okay, and say no, you move." And he goes, "What is that?" <laughs> and it's like, uh, and then Cap sees it and he's like, "Hey, you're pretty good, kid." It's like <laughs> it it, dis- it shows like she's. Uh, she's the right one to take up that mantle right of like an avenger because she understands the ideals so whereas like other people like the kids bullying they just think it's cool they don't understand the ideals mm-hmm. so yeah but um yeah so mm-hmm. hmm. well did you have any uh other questions or topics you wanted to discuss um, I don't think, I don't think so. Um, I know, how do you feel, I guess we can talk about this very briefly. How do you feel about the whole Spider-Man exclusivity thing? Um, what do you mean? So, uh, okay. So, uh, before the game, uh, was launched, it came out, uh, it was announced that Spider-Man is coming as a DLC character. Okay. But only to PlayStation consoles. Okay. And uh, some people were pretty upset about that. As you, as I can imagine. Yeah. Um, so, like, that must have been a, an expensive deal. But also, um, isn't Spider-Man technically owned by Sony? So the, the film rights are owned by Sony. Gotcha. But uh, all the other rights, it's not Sony's ball to play. So, like, they're obviously po- forking out good money to say, hey, Insomniac, you're going to be exclusive. And I think that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to um, tie in that base that they build with Insomniac Spider-Man into now Avengers um, and like yeah. kind of tie Spider-Man and PlayStation together. I think they're looking to kind of keep that relationship. Okay. Um, is it, yeah. um, is it time limited? Well, I mean, like, is it Spider-Man's going to be there for a year kind of thing? As far as we know, it's in perpetuity. Like, okay. he'll just only ever be on PlayStation. Now, he's not coming out till July, so they say. Okay. Uh, which is pretty far out. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, we'll see. Uh, I mean, obviously, 
I guess they could say, hey, he's going to come out and then not actually put him out. But I feel like that would be a big, big mistake. Yeah. But, uh, well, they they probably, like, it's all licensing deals and stuff, I imagine. But um, yeah, I'm... it's that, like, it leaves a bad taste in your mouth, right? Uh, I guess. Like, I don't know. To be honest, I don't really think it's it's that big a deal. Like I get I get why somebody might be disappointed, but it's 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 not like they had said Spider Man's gonna be in the game and then are oh, just okay. now saying so you... but only for PlayStation. Like they were very clear before the game even came out. Like this was months before. And like I think it was a year where did they say here? Uh in yeah, in July, Spider Man was announced as a playable character. Uh but that he, he won't be coming out until Okay, no, they actually didn't. Uh, they just said 2021. So okay. I said, like, to me, I'm like, okay, that's at least half a year, if not more, of, like, knowing that that character is going to be exclusive to that console. So, to me, I don't I don't necessarily... Yeah. Well, like... Mind. It's the knowledge, but I guess, is it DLC or is it free? I think it's free. I think all the new characters are going to be free okay. with, like, the battle passes locked. Gotcha, so. gotcha. Yeah, yeah, so that um, kind of thing. Um, I don't know, like, I can understand why, like, because deals and money and, and all that. I think it's too bad for people who want it on PC but can't. Like, this isn't, like, an exclusive set of armor or something. This is a whole playable character with animations and battle pass and all that kind of thing. Voice lines, story, story, story missions, missions yeah. like... That's a lot of content to be locked behind one console. But, um, yeah, it's an interesting choice, but I, I don't have any anywhere near enough the amount of business knowledge that, to know what went behind that. But yeah. Well, I like, think just Sony must have forked over a lot of money. Yeah. I guess the thing you is know. that, like, when I when I think about this, like, if I was going to keep playing this game, I would not play it on PS4. Um, I would probably either get it on PC or, like, let's say theoretically I had a PS5, I'd play it there. Because the game doesn't run well on PS4. Um, on the base PS4, it like, there were times where I was hitting, like, 10, 15 frames a second. Oh, wow, um, yikes. Like, especially, there was, there was one mission that I did in multiplayer... And there was, like, the four of us on screen and, like, 20 enemies because it scales the enemies a bit with multiplayer. And I was... It was just really, really chugging. Um, and, like, I'm looking around at the environments and they're, like, low-res textures and stuff because they have to deal with high-quality uh, characters, models and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, so in that sense, I wouldn't play on ps4 because i have a powerful enough pc that i could run it right uh but then i'm choosing between content or performance um yep like it's it's like choosing a version of persona 3 to play um <laughs> there's no there's no right answer um, yeah unless you have a ps5 but even then like that's you know 500 canadian or whatever no more than that 600 uh, depending on what version you get, yeah. Yeah. Plus, you know, after taxes and stuff. Oh gosh, like that. yeah. Plus, you gotta buy the. Plus, then you gotta buy the game. So. Yeah, 
I don't know, like, I won't be playing the game in July, so it doesn't affect me too much. Yeah. But, I don't know, it, it's too bad. But, yeah. yeah. You, you, I mean, you're gonna, if you play it, you'll be playing it on PS4, so, or on the PlayStation system, so it'll, it won't be too bad for you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, like, I guess, I guess I'm just like, to me, it's like, I don't know. I'm not gonna get to play. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm trying to think of a good example, uh, like Halo Five. Like, True. I haven't been able to play Halo Five unless I load up my PC, which I'm not gonna do. Um, or like the new Halo, Halo Infinite, or any Xbox exclusive. But that's okay. I've got a thousand other things to play. <laughs> that's fair. Like that's that's what it is to me. It's like all right, well, whatever. So I don't know. Um, I mean. I hate to take it back to Pokemon, but look at Pokemon. I was thinking right, about that like, whole deck situation with this. like, uh, Or were you yeah, thinking of something uh, else? I was thinking just like, this the even the concept of like, hey, here's version A, here's version B. You need both versions to complete the whole thing. Right? I think that's 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 pretty scuzzy. Yeah, I think that's we've pretty been, lame. Like, okay, we've been, <laughs> we've been doing that for 26 years uh, or 24 years. So like, to me, it's just like, if you have PlayStation, great. If you don't, you know, it's too bad. It's not at least at least you weren't duped out of anything. That's that's the big thing to me. If you're not being like financially manipulated or like uh, you're you're at a loss financially, I I I, well, I agree. It's like well, that's too bad for PC players. I don't I don't think people should get like angry about it. I don't know. There's Whereas, there's like, a with, lot of things people can get angry about. That that's that's true. Yeah. Whereas I think like I was obviously very angry with the deck situation, but uh, that's because that's the soul of Pokemon, and I guess people don't care about the soul of Pokemon anymore. Well, and so. you expected the full decks to come across because that's how it'd been in most of the other games, right? Actually, I, yes. Well, also, actually, my biggest issue with the whole decks thing was just the utter lack of communication. Oh, it was poorly it. communicated. Yeah, and just like not, and no one knew like who was going to be in the game or not, and if they come out and said, hey. Here's the decks. 400 Pokemon. Here's who's in it. Okay. Then I know. Uh, I'll still be upset, but, like, there was a lot of miscommunication or, or lack of communication or incorrect communication that I think kind of fueled the fire. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah. So. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. Would you recommend Marvel's Avengers? Um, <laughs> it's a mixed bag. For me, um, I've been—I was actually really struggling on to what, what to give it in terms of our scale, because um, I just don't really know. Um, my before I before we started the chat, I was going to give it a fox. Um, oh, Graham! Woof. <laughs> is that what? What sound do foxes make? Like a yip oh, sound. Um, according to that song, yeah. Oh, gosh! Why no? What? <laughs> <laughs> Did, no, I didn't mean to reference that. It's okay. Um, it's okay because um, it has time-consuming, kind of boring quests, uh, and then it still asks for money. But um, that, that that was my that was. But now, like, I, I don't know. My my opinion has on it hasn't changed too much. But like, it's not it's not a game that. Buy it on sale. 
get it on sale get it on sale for like half off or like which it's currently half like off, 60 50 no i'm going backwards now on for like no, no. 40 no 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 like 60 no, 60 70 percent off like i would not it depends on what you're looking to play the game for if you're looking to play the game because you think you're going to enjoy the combat you played the demo you like the avengers you're going to keep playing it with your friends sure go ahead like if you're going to play it just for the story i can't recommend uh i don't i don't think i can recommend just playing for the story because there's so much that's locked behind the end game that like there's there's so much of it that feels like it's locked behind the end game like all of your character abilities like the skill tree it doesn't feel like you play a complete character until the end of the game um and for that reason i can't recommend just getting it for the story even though i enjoyed the story right yeah that that's that's where i'm at like it comes a mixed recommendation depending on why you want to play it uh yeah how about you you're rating it a fox? Uh, <laughs> I can't think of any. If you come up with a better uh, character to give it, uh, I'll consider it. But uh, as of right now, I can't really think of a better one. Okay, I'll say this. Um, I I think if you were probably going to pick up Marvel's Avengers, you would have picked it up by now. Because people who like Avengers, like me, and wanted to play it, have bought it. Um yeah. I would say this: come back, uh, come back next spring, and see and see what content they put out. Um, get it on sale, like you said, uh, and just wait and and see what happens. Because um, I think at at the core, the game is fun, and I think if you're looking for a game that's fun, then this is one for you. Um, I don't think it's broken so bad that it can never be fixed, or that it's not worth playing. Mm. Um, and there is, uh, there is a solid 30 hours of like base content. I would argue probably 10 hours story, 10 to 20 more with post game content. Plus like leveling up all your characters. Like there's lots, lots, lots to be done. Even if it does get repetitive. Um, but know that it's not like, it's not a destiny. It's not, uh, a division. It's not um, Warframe. Warframe, thank you. That's a great example. It, it it it's not there yet. It might be one day, but right there, it's right now. It's not. Yeah. Um. So know that. Uh. And so, since that's the case, I'm going to give it a Teddy, and here's why. Okay. Because halfway <laughs> through the game, Teddy Teddy <laughs> took off his shell and was a human, and I was not <laughs> expecting that. And similarly, Marvel's Avengers takes off its shell and turns into a game as a service about five hours in. So uh, it is therefore a teddy. That's that's good. I like that. Um, yeah, no, like it's exactly it. Like this is this is a review of a game at a snapshot in time of like November 2020. Like in a year, it could be a fully different experience. And it could be like a solid recommendation then. So like, yeah, it's uh, nothing is permanent, right? So 
Yeah, I think it's uh yeah. Yeah, keep an eye on it if you're interested. Keep an eye on it. Yeah, and that's the thing. Um I think it I think it'll go cheap. Mm-hmm. Um I I mean I do recall Division 2 being on sale for about $2.75 earlier this year. So Division 2? Hope Division 2, yeah. Hopefully we get a sale like that for Marvel's Avengers, but we'll see. Um again, all the content that's coming out uh I think is free. I think the only thing that's locked behind a paywall is like uh Battle. the character Battle. cards. Yeah, the character cards mm-hmm. which um are not at all necessary to to enjoy the game. You could ignore them entirely actually and and you would get a, a little bit less of an experience because you're not unlocking fun things. But uh yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh that's I would recommend this game. Uh because I think Miss Marvel is very great. Mm-hmm. And I think that Thor looks really good in that shirt with the <laughs> volunteer. My name is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I laughed. That was that was great. Yeah. Also the space section was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Sorry, I'm trying to think of something else to say. Also, it's really fun to grapple around as Black Widow, like you said. Yeah, Black Widow's it's a lot of fun. Like, there's, there's some fun moments in the game. And, like, toward the end, yeah. and I know we're, we're getting close to time here, um, or over, depending on what you're saying. No, we're, keep, we're keeping it going. We're ramping. Yeah, yeah go ahead. Um, the, like, toward the end, I started to really enjoy the gameplay because I started to really get it. So, like, toward the end. Huh? <laughs> Sorry, toward the end. <laughs> what? Yeah, toward the end. I died a lot. I I died a lot in the like mid game, cause I just I couldn't. Uh, I was like used like the frame rate, and I had trouble seeing where enemies are, and the dang camera kept swiveling around to show my character and not my enemies, and it it uh, it was tough but eventually i started using black widow and i didn't need to know where the enemies were cuz i would just fire my grapple, grapple in a random direction off screen and they would grapple to an enemy so there you go yeah well with that <laughs> i think we'll wrap up here we shall we shall disassemble uh, until next time yes. Uh, so thank you everybody so much for listening uh, we do appreciate you tuning in appreciate your comments, your feedback, and your game suggestions as we head into the new year we've got a full 25-ish 24-ish episodes uh, to fill for next year mm-hmm. so uh, send us your requests and uh, until then uh, stay safe, be good and good night. good night <laughs>